Well, good morning, everyone, and Happy New Year. Thank you so much for choosing to worship with us here at Second Baptist Church, whether here in person or online this morning. Uh, many of us probably, uh, maybe, I don't know, I did, I stayed up and watched the New Year come in. You may not have, but it is here, isn't it? Uh, as we reflect on 2022, we, we can see how the Lord has blessed us, and we look forward to 2023 of what He's going to do in this coming year. Amen? All right. If you are a guest with us, whether here in uh, person or online, we'd love to connect with you. Here in person, there in the pew back in front of you is a slip of paper. If you could fill that out for us and give us a little information about yourself, uh, we would love to have that so that we can connect with you and know how we can serve you as Second Baptist Church. You'll have an opportunity at the end of the service as we exit this morning to place that in the offering plate as you leave. We sure would appreciate that. Or you can go online, sbcr.org. Uh, there is a button that says, I'm new. And there is a short form that you can fill out. And that is another way that we have an opportunity to connect with you. I do want to make you aware of just a few things that are happening now in the life of our church. We had a lot of busy activity. Uh, January uh, slows down a little bit, but I, uh, we have been having abbreviated services, if you will, uh, the past few weeks. And I just want to let you know that this Wednesday we are kicking everything back off for the new year. So uh, 5.30 meal for the kids and the youth and, and those that will be here for the for the uh, prayer meeting at 6. Every, all the activities resume this Wednesday. Also, this Wednesday morning, um, there will be the Bible study with pastor uh, at 9.30. So be aware of that as well. Uh, I do, uh, for those of you who are here today, the, the Lottie Moon uh, post office box, if you will, is in the foyer area. Please be sure to check that as you exit this morning. There may be some Christmas cards in there for you and your family. And the last thing that I want to mention this morning uh, as we get started here uh, is we had a goal of $5,000 for Lottie Moon Christmas offering. And I, and I don't know if you saw the news and notes this week, but we surpassed that goal. Uh, $5,400. Amen. That's an incredible thing. I just want to say thank you to those who gave toward that. You can still give toward that if you hadn't had an opportunity, and it will go toward Lottie Moon. Uh, but thank you for that. Uh, if you remember, Brant and Kara Bauman, they were here in our, in our services uh, uh, recently. Uh, they were off the field for a little time with family uh, over the Christmas holiday. And uh, they are actually on their way back. If not already, they're back in London. So be, continue to pray for them uh, as they are... Uh, our IMB missionaries, ones that we see uh, God working through them and through the, what you give through not only Lottie Moon, but your weekly uh, gifts and tithes here at Second Baptist Church. All right, well, let's, uh, let's pause for a moment as we begin our worship today and go to the Lord in prayer. I know many of you uh, probably have already done this this morning, uh, but in your prayer time, you probably have reflected on 2022. But I want to ask you once again, as you bow your heads and close your eyes, reflect once again on, on the goodness of God. You see Him working in your life and give Him the thanks for what He did for you, for family in 2022. 
Maybe there were some difficult things that happened, and there's some, still some difficult things going on as we enter 2023. Won't you give that to God even this morning as we begin so that your mind can be free from distractions, so you can focus on worshiping and praising Him this morning. Give that to Him and say, God, this is, this is going on, but I know that you can take care of it because you are God, and you are a good God, and you want to help and you want to provide. Give that to him this morning as we start off our 2023. Father in heaven, we are so thankful that we have another year. And Father, with a new year, um, we always think about new things. And you're all about new things. And so we're grateful for what you are going to do in our lives personally, in, our, in, in the lives of our family, and even in the life of our, our church here. Father, I pray that we could reflect on your goodness and see how you provided, see how you worked, and know that you are faithful to do the same. And, and God, we're praying for even more in 2023. I pray that you would help us to... Uh, God, get rid of any distractions this morning that might prevent us from, from focusing our eyes on you and giving our hearts fully in praise to you because, Father, you deserve all honor, all glory, and all praise. So uh, as we continue on, as we sing, as we pray, as we read your word and study it and hear from you this morning, may our hearts be ready to receive and Father, more than anything, we just long for your presence here. And we ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Would you stand with us as we sing several old hymns as that this the foundation of our faith in God and in Jesus Christ. Holy, holy, holy.
blessed Trinity. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, not be all else to me save that thou art. Thou my best thought by day or by night, waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. Be thou my wisdom and thou my true word. I Strength to 
be. Let thy grace, Lord, like a feather, bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, Lord, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father.
Isn't it great to start off 2023 singing about the faithfulness of God? Thinking about, singing about, thinking about, come thou fount of every blessing. Isn't that what we want in 2023? Amen? I know um, if you're like me, uh, when the year comes to a close, I, I do uh, begin to reflect on, on, on the previous year, and, and, and sometimes I, I tend to um, focus more on, on the mistakes I made. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Uh, so maybe some, even some commitments that I didn't keep, maybe, maybe some, some things I didn't uh, follow all the way through with, and, and, and you know, sometimes we, we get down on ourselves, right? We, 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 we view ourselves even at times as failures. Um, and uh, when, when you think about that, but the, then, then you also, you're, you're like, oh, it's a new year. And for whatever reason, when that, when, that, when that calendar flips over to that new year, you're like, okay, I can do better this year, right? You, you, you think about some of those commitments, again, that you, you didn't necessarily follow through with, and you said, I'm going to do that this year. That I'm, I'm going I'm I'm to commit myself. I'm going to renew that commitment. I'm going to knock it out of the park this year. And I don't know about you, but in the past, when I've made those commitments and when I made those statements, even in my mind, or I've even written them down in a journal, um, as the year progresses, I find myself in that same loop, right? I mean, it's just like the same thing that, that uh, occurs again and again and again and again. And I don't want, I'm not trying to, to start off on a, on a down note this morning in that, hey, we're all failures. Uh, I don't want to say that at all. But, but, but the, the idea that I think a new year gives us is that new beginnings and, and Christ God is all about new things, creating new things in our lives. If we would just allow him to work, maybe, maybe even if we would commit ourselves to, to praying bigger prayers, right? And so that's where I want to kind of land this morning as we, we are here on day one of, of 2023, right? And we're it, 2023, there's not much has been passed. In fact, for me, I've slept through most of that first day already, all right, in comparison. I'm hopefully, hopefully, maybe I'll have a nap this afternoon, Al Ray, because I did stay up and, and uh, watch the ball drop and, and so forth. But maybe not. Maybe, maybe, maybe this newness, maybe this, this idea, maybe this hope, right, of what God might do in 2023 would, would spur me on. And I want to land in Ephesians chapter 3 and this incredible prayer that we see as Paul writes this letter to the, uh, the, the Christians at Ephesus and, and even for us today. It's a very powerful prayer. It's a very potent prayer. And I've just simply entitled uh, the sermon this morning, A Prayer for 2023. And, and as we walk through this, I, I want us to, to maybe even adopt this prayer in our personal lives, okay? So that, so that we might be able to break out of that, that loop, right? Maybe, maybe not necessarily in, in some of those resolutions that we make to, 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 to lose weight or to get more fit or, or to do this or to do that, but in our lives spiritually, 
Because I don't know about you, but I want the Lord to continue to work in my heart. Maybe, maybe, maybe this would be a prayer that we would adopt for our family members. Maybe, maybe for our second family. Can you imagine? God did, a, did some wonderful things in 2022 in the life of Second Baptist Church. We saw some incredible things that God, and it was God doing it. It wasn't, and we, we were just along for the ride. And I, I hope you understand that, that, that we are just along for the ride. If, if we get on board with God, we're just along for the ride, and we can see amazing things happen. The, the testimony of the Word of God of individuals who just said, Okay, God, I get it. I'm going to be obedient to you. I'm going to stick with you. They saw amazing things happen, not because they were superhuman, but because they believed in a supernatural God. Amen? They were just like you and me. There was nothing special about them other than the fact they, they said, I'm going to follow God. So this morning, if you would, if you've made your way to Ephesians chapter 3, stand with me as we read this prayer. I'm going to be reading from the Christian Standard Bible today. The, the uh, passage will be on the screen. This is what... Paul says, For this reason, I kneel before Father, for the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. Now listen to this prayer. And you've probably read this before, maybe several times, especially if you've read through the Bible um, you know, uh, throughout the year. He says, I pray that He, that God, may grant you, according to the riches of His glory, to be strengthened with power, in your inner being, through His Spirit. And that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and the width, the height and the depth of God's love. And to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of of God. Now, to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Father in heaven, we are grateful that we can look back on 20. 22 and sing this morning great is your faithfulness we're thankful that each day of 2022 you had new mercies for us and that god gives us hope that 2023 will be the same if not even greater not because we have gotten better in and of ourselves, but because you are a great God and you long to do great things in the lives of your children and in the life of your church. And so, Father, that is our prayer. We echo these words that Paul prayed so many years ago to the Christians or about the Christians in Ephesus and even us today. Father, we, we wanted to see you do mighty things. So I pray that as we examine your word, that we would adopt this prayer. 
that we would see how rich this prayer is and as a result 2023 will be filled with the miraculous with the supernatural Father we know you can do it so we humbly ask, ask this in Jesus name Amen thank you so much you may be seated this morning, I, 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 there's a, for me, when I, when I thought about this sermon and, and, um, and having this opportunity to be before you on the first day of the year, I wanted to keep it simple because sometimes we complicate things, I think, in, the, in, our, in our spiritual lives, in, in our lives as general, but especially in our, in our spiritual lives. And there's, there's a couple of things that, that I really feel confident in that we should focus maybe even more on that that we would that 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 God would just enrich two areas of our lives as followers of Jesus and the first is 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 what Pastor Chris talked about I believe it was last last Sunday uh, or even the Sunday before he's talked about it quite a bit but in our daily Bible reading I think I think that is, that is one area, if we're going to know, want to know the heart of God, we want to know, we want to have wisdom as, as to how to, to take the next steps in our lives, we've got to be in the Word of God because it is truth. It is so rich. And yes, it, it doesn't, it, it may, you're not going to read this passage of Scripture right here that we read this morning, and it's going it's to speak directly to a situation, a decision that you've got to make. But because God is working in your heart, and He hears your prayer that, that He wants you, I, I think he's, the Holy Spirit gives us wisdom in all of that. I just, I just believe that with all my heart when we're faithful and obedient to be in His Word. But also, I think the other, and, and this, this is, I don't, I don't want to say that one is more important than the other because they're equally important, is our prayer life. Because I think when we are in God's Word, it leads us to pray. Because sometimes what God wor God's Word does is it, it challenges us to our very core and we can't help but pray because we know the implications of what we just read and there's no way in our own strength that we can do that. So it drives us to our knees so that we can fall in on, on God and His strength to be able to, to infuse us with the ability to accomplish what He's calling us to do in His Word. I don't know, was that, that was a really long run-on sentence, but I hope that made sense this, this morning. So that's why it's so important that we, that, that we pray that, that our prayer lives, I pray that my prayer life would be enriched, that it would be deepened, that it would be stronger. I, I pray that, that, that I, I would tarry in prayer much longer than I do. I am I'm ADHD to the core. I, I'm like, boo, 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 you know. And some of that, honestly, for me, I have to eliminate distractions in my life. I, this is confession time this morning now, Ray Taylor. Thank you for allowing me to speak that um, and so forth. Anyway, all right, I, that might have been too much this morning. All right, let's get to the sermon. All right, do you understand what I'm saying, right? So the main idea, I think, for this morning, pray potent prayers. I like alliteration, and you're going to get an acrostic this morning. Uh, so 
it, you're, you're getting the best of both worlds, maybe. Uh, so pray potent prayers. Pray powerful prayers. Pray something beyond yourself. That's what I'm trying to say, because I think that's what God wants to do. Here's, here's what, what I've seen in my life. When I pray small prayers, it's those prayers that, that maybe that I'm already uh, doing something and I'm asking God to come along and bless it. And so if that happens, if I continue in that direction, I begin to think, ooh, I'm something else because I'm able to do this and I don't rely on God. And I steal God's glory for what's happening. That's exactly what I do. And I know that's strong language this morning, but I've got to call it for what it is in my life or I'll never correct it. Amen? That's what it is. But if I'm praying big prayers, I'm praying prayers that, it's, that if it's only... If it's not for the grace of God, if it's not for the mercy of God, if it's not for the power of God in that moment, that it's not going to be accomplished, then I know when it is accomplished, it's absolutely God, and all I can do is praise Him. All I can do is give Him gratitude. Maybe the reason why I have ingratefulness in my heart is because I'm not seeing God doing big things because I'm praying small prayers. I'm, I'm confessing this morning. I'm, I'm, getting all, I'm getting it all out here this morning because I want 2023. This is, this is what I want. I don't necessarily have a word uh, other than maybe it's more. <laughs> uh, not more stuff, all right? More of God this morning. That may be my word. I, I haven't really, I don't, sometimes I do that and sometimes I don't. But this year, I'm, Focusing on more. And I want to I see more so I can, I can thank God more, so I can praise Him because He deserves it. So, the key question this morning is this. What will you pray for in 2023? Now, it's not wrong for us to have needs that we bring before God each and every day. I, I do think about Brant and Kara Often, and I pray for them, that God will give them wisdom and the strength to do what he's called them to do. They've got a monumental task in what they're trying to accomplish in digital engagement and in, in trying to get the gospel through media, right? And, and training our missionaries on the field to be able to utilize that for the kingdom of God. And so those are things, yes, absolutely pray for that. Uh, my dad this morning, he is not here because he had a rough night. His, his back was bothering him. So, yes, I pray that God will alleviate that pain in his back. I, I, you know, I, we recently had um, the Doris Pruitt family. Doris Pruitt went on, went on home to be with the Lord. And, and I'll be honest with you this morning, I'm a little envious of her because she's seen Jesus and I haven't. All right. Uh, my mom, I'm, I'm envious of her because several years ago she went on home to be uh, with the Lord and she's seen Jesus and I haven't. That bell is still over my face, but that bell has been lifted for hers. And hallelujah, one day I'll see her again. But more importantly, I, even though I love my mom to death, more importantly, I'm going to see my Jesus. Amen? Is this too much this morning? I'm, am I gushing already? All right. You're with me though, right? We need to, I, the point is, those are good things to pray for. And we should pray for them. But let's go deeper. Let's go beyond our grocery list. Are you with me this morning? 
Do you want to go beyond those things? Do you want to see God do the miraculous, not only in your life, but maybe in, in the life of a family member that you've been praying for for years? That because, by, by the way, God can, God can save people. He's still in the business of doing that. And, and even though it's been a while, and even though their hearts may, may be hard in the moment, I, I tell you what, the Holy Spirit is still at work, and He still can break down barriers, and He still can overcome obstacles, and He can still save people in 2023. So pray for your family members that God will save them. I'm praying each and every day, just about, for, for some youth that we have coming on Wednesday night. They need Jesus. They need God to save them completely. And y'all pray for them. They're so close, they're on the cusp, and there's something there. And I'm praying that the Holy Spirit would break through that barrier and grab a hold of their heart and help them to understand their need for their Savior. Pray for those things. Those are supernatural things. Those are the more that we're talking about. But pray for your own life. God, deepen my walk. Just a closer walk with Thee. Granted, Jesus is my plea. Daily walking close to Thee. Right? And we're going to fill our, let, let's fill today with a bunch of solid hymns, Miss Virginia, right? Amen. So what will you pray for? I want to give you four prayer points this morning. Four pray, prayer points, and, and this, the cross is P-R-A-Y, all right? You'll, you'll see that in uh, the notes this morning. Uh, so the first one, pray for the power of the Spirit. Look at what he, what he says back in um, verse 16. The Apostle Paul says, I pray that he may grant you, here it is, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power in your inner being through his Spirit. So pray for the power of the Spirit. Let me tell you something. That Spirit that is indwelling you, if, if you're truly saved, if you're truly a follower of Jesus Christ, if you've had that time in your life where you acknowledge your sin and you repented and you've turned toward God and in faith you're following Him and you've been forgiven, amen? The Holy Spirit, I don't understand this all. I don't understand it completely. But the Holy Spirit comes in and dwells you. That, that's what the Spirit, that, that's what the Scripture tells us. It is the same Spirit that raised Christ Jesus from the dead. That's what the Scripture tells us, amen? That's a powerful Spirit. And that Spirit is inside of you. You should pray for the power of the Spirit in your life. It was the power of the Holy Spirit that came upon the disciples early on after Jesus ascended to the Father. It was the power of the Spirit that empowered Peter to pray on Pentecost. And 3,000 people came to faith in Jesus Christ. Amen? It was the power of the Spirit that came upon the early Christians that continue to have the, the, they continue to have favor in the eyes of those around them. Can you imagine? I've got two subpoints here, and I'm going to get to them. All right, I know you, you're watching at your notes. Um, can you imagine if you personally, the Holy Spirit just got a hold of you, and not only you, but every person in here. I think. I imagine that we might see some things like they saw in the early church. I want this morning, and I think, I think prayer does this. 
I think prayer enlightens us to the possibilities that are in God through Christ Jesus. That's what I want for each of us. To grasp a hold of the possibilities. And it is possible. First point, or sub-point here this morning, the power of the Spirit produces strength. Amen. I don't know about you, but I need that strength. There are some, there's been some tough things that have happened in my life over the years. And, it, and, and it's only by the power of the Spirit giving me strength that I've been able to make it through. It's only by the power of the Spirit that I am able to continue to sing, Great is thy faithfulness. Power of the Spirit produces strength. Listen again, what he, uh, I want to refer back just a moment. He says, uh, I, I pray he may grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power. God wants to give us strength to make it through. God wants to give us strength to overcome temptation. God wants to give us strength to do what he calls us to do. Listen to, to what um, the Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. This is a, a rather lengthy passage of Scripture, and I, I debated on whether including it all, but there's just this one thought that, that it runs through this entire passage, and I want you to see it this morning, and I'll try to refrain from making a lot of commentary on this, all right, because I know our time here this morning, all right? Um, so now we have this treasure in clay jars. What is he talking about that? This treasure. <laughs> oh, I wish I had time this morning. Uh, but think about that, that. This treasure that's within us. This, this Holy Spirit that is indwelling us. This treasure in clay jars. So that this extraordinary power may be from God and not from us. We are afflicted in every way but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not abandoned. We are struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry the death of Jesus in our body so that the life of Jesus may also be displayed in our body. For we who, who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake so that Jesus' life may also be displayed in our mortal flesh. Let me pause for just a moment. The only way that happens is if the Holy Spirit is within us and we, we, are, we are submitting ourselves to His work in our lives. Amen? This is what, this is what happens when, we, when that power of the Spirit works in our lives. It's no longer Jonathan, but it's Jesus living. That's what Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. But it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in and through me. This is what he's talking about here. So then, death is at work in us, but life in you. And since we have the same spirit of faith in keeping with what is written, I believed, therefore I spoke, we also believe and therefore speak. For we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you. Indeed, everything is for your benefit so that as grace extends through more and more people, it may cause thanksgiving to increase to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not give up, right? Oh, this. 
For even though our outer person is being destroyed, our inner person is being renewed day by day, for our momentary light affliction is producing for us an absolutely incomparable eternal weight of glory. So we do not focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen. So for what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And I know that's a, that's a long passage of Scripture, but I hope that you caught it this morning. God is at work the, through His Holy Spirit with, within, and we're going to get to the, the, our inner being in just a moment. I love this, that, that passage because it transitions into the next sub-point. But He's working in, in us the strength so that we can carry on so that we don't give up even when things get difficult even when when it seems like the whole world is against us we know that that god is working in us because his spirit of his powerful spirit is within us and he's trying to produce in us an incomparable weight of glory so that's why we can look beyond what is happening today. That's why we can look beyond what is happening, those, those painful things, those hurtful things, those trying things that, that, that's, that's causing uh, pain and that's causing suffering, that's causing grief, that's causing sorrow, that's causing distress, that's causing worry. All those things, we can look past those things because we know that what God is doing, it's not... It, it's, an, it's going to be an incomparable weight of glory. He gives us strength. But not only that, but the power of the Spirit produces transformation. That's what we want, right? He says there, he said that we may be strengthened in our inner being. It, it doesn't happen from the outside in. We, we, we don't just, it's not just behavior modification. We don't just become better people. We become new creations inside of us. And it works from the inside out. So the power of the Spirit is trying to work what is happening within the very depths of our being. And once that, once it, the more that He works, the more we see the evidence of it in our lives each and every day. The transformation is occurring. And each and every day, that incomparable weight of glory that we just talked about, we're, we're realizing it. We're seeing it happen not only in our lives, but in the life of Second Baptist Church. I am gushing this morning, aren't I? I just realized that. I got to take a drink of water, Miss Virginia. Al Ray, you're saying, Jonathan, hurry up. You're, you're not even halfway through your sermon, right? Okay. Listen what, what Paul says just a chapter prior to what we just read in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. He says, Since then we have such a hope, we act with great boldness. We are not like Moses who used to put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from gazing steadily until the end of the glory of what was being set aside, but their minds were hardened. For to this day, at the reading of the Old Covenant, the same veil remains. It is not lifted because it is set aside only in Christ. Yet still today, whenever Moses is read, a veil lies over their hearts, but whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Oh. Do you see the transformation that's occurring? What, what he's saying here is that, that before you knew Christ, the truth of the Word of God, it was veiled. You, didn't, you couldn't understand it completely. But when you, when you simply fell in His arms in faith and you believed that, that Jesus Christ was the Son of God and that God raised Him from the dead... This is what he's talking about. The Spirit comes in and the veil is lifted and the transformation begins. 
He says, now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We all, with unveiled faces, are looking as in a mirror at the glory of the Lord, and listen to this, being transformed into the same image from glory to glory. This is from the Lord who is the Spirit. Please, please pray for the power of the Spirit in your life that will produce the transformation that God desires. That, 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 that honestly, even though you don't know it in this moment, this is what you truly long for. This is, this is that, that God-shaped hole that is inside of every one of us. That unless we turn to God and allow the Holy Spirit to have His work in our lives, we will never be satisfied. We will never be fulfilled. Let my heart calm down for just a moment. And let that set in. What will you pray for this year? Pray for the power of the Spirit. God honors that prayer. I know some of you have experienced that in your life. If I was to ask you to give testimony of the power of the Spirit in your life, each one of you probably could stand up for just a moment and, and, and recount how the Spirit has worked in your life. Let's see it happen more often. I don't know about you, but my goal, my goal here on this earth is to get to the point where I am, I'm allowing the Spirit to daily work. And that work of transformation occurs to such an extent that when I pass from this life to the next, there's not going to be much change. You see what I'm saying? the only thing that changes is where I'm at. Can that happen? You may be saying, Jonathan, that, that's impossible. Mm -mm. I'm going to believe it. Because my, my God's big enough. And, and, and I want to tell you this morning, if, if you really don't believe that that can happen, maybe Maybe you need to look again to God. Because with Him, all things are possible. Amen. Y'all, I'm, I'm wound up this morning. Let's go to point number two. Because we, we, we need to move on. Pray for the power of the Spirit, but also pray for the residence of Christ. That's the R. Residence of Christ. What do I mean by that? Listen to what he says in verse 17. He says, and that Christ may dwell. Oh, behold, I stand at the door and knock, right? Oh, if we would just open the door, Jesus is there waiting to come in and to sup with us, to live with us, to dwell with us. And that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you being rooted and firmly established in love. I believe these things, these two things are linked. This morning, as we look at this, the resonance of Christ, first of all, roots you in his love. It roots you. It, you, you when, when you think about 
Christ coming into your life. Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and he's, he, begins to, he begins to dwell in your hearts. He, what, who He is begins to set forth roots in your life, and we become rooted in love because Jesus is love. Amen? Listen to what Colossians 2, 6 and 7 says, So then, just as you have received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to walk in Him, being rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith just as you were taught and overflowing with gratitude. Root yourself in the love of Christ. Pray that, God, that, that Jesus Christ would richly dwell within your heart. There's a, there's a wonderful book uh, called My Heart, Christ's Home. And if you, uh, if you haven't had an opportunity to read that, I would encourage you to do so because it's all about this idea of Jesus Christ dwelling in our hearts. Jesus wants to dwell. Jesus wants to live with you. Jesus wants to walk with you. We, I, I sang a little bit at Just a Closer Walk. He is willing to walk with you. I, I tell you what, I identify with come thou fount of every blessing. That, that, last, that last stanza, Al Ray, that we sing in that third verse where it says, prone to wonder, prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, Lord. Take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above, right? Pray that. Pray for the resonance of Christ in your heart because you need to be rooted in His love. We're going to talk about this in just a moment, but we have no clue what love is outside of God. He is the one who revealed what love was all about. We may conjure up some sort of a vague understanding of it, but until we meet Jesus Christ, until Jesus Christ comes and dwells in our heart, we have no clue as how to love not just God, but to love one another. That's why we need to be rooted in the love of Christ. But not only does the residence of Christ root you in love, but it resolves you in love. You're rooted and you're established. Nothing can get to you. That's, that's, what, I, I, that's what I love um, in those roots that we, we set down into the, into the love of Jesus Christ, it's like that big, uh, huge tree that you see from time to time out, out, out in, in the distance. And you, and you see all the branches and you, and you, got, you wonder, you know, the, all the storms that have come over the years, how it's not blown it over, right? It's because it has been rooted, right? And the roots go so deep. And as a result of being rooted in the ground, when those storms come, it remains established in the middle of that field. Some of you know what I'm talking about. I, maybe you don't, but I, I'm, I, because I am ADHD, I, I don't look long uh, when I'm driving, mind you. Uh, but I notice these things, and I wonder these things. It's because of the roots. Many of you in here, because you have been rooted in love as a result of Christ dwelling in your hearts. All of the storms of life have come your way, right? But you've been established. You may have leaned over a bit, right? You may, but, but when the sun came back out, oh, you straightened up because the love of Christ is filling you with that hope and that joy 
and that peace. I want to remind you of what Paul says in Romans chapter 8, verses 35 through 39. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Can affliction or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As, is it, as it is written, because of you we are being put to death all day long. We are counted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded, here it is, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Pray for the residence of Christ that roots you in his love but establishes you in it because his love is never failing. Amen? Aren't you glad of that truth this morning? His love is never failing. Even though we're prone to wonder and prone to leave the God we love, God's love is constant. It is unchangeable. It is unconditional. That agape love that we're going to talk about here in just a moment that agape love causes us to be established in such a way that no matter what comes our way, we remain. We remain. Pray for the power of the Spirit. Pray for the residence of Christ. But also pray for the apprehension with the saints. That's the A, apprehensions. What do I mean by this? Let's look back to verses 18 and 19 for just a moment. So that we may be able to comprehend. There's that apprehension. That we may be able to attain. That we may be able to approach. That we may be able to grab a hold of. Understand. Comprehend with all the saints what is the length and the width, height and depth of God's love. And to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge. I like this one because he says to comprehend with all the saints. What does that imply? That implies we're doing this together. Amen? That's one of the things that I love about this idea with Second Baptist being your second family. That implies that we're going to stick together. And that's important, isn't it? In, the, in this day and age where commitment is, is very minimal, very minimal, and, and, and if things don't work out, then, then we're going to try somewhere else because there's always somewhere else. That, that, that's what the world will teach you. But the wonderful thing about the family of God and this second family is, oh, the things that we can endure together. You know, we talked about being established in His love and how we can, even though we may bend, we can still get back upright. That's what happens when we apprehend this love of God with the saints. We can bear one another's burdens in such a way that we can make it through. 
There is, again, there's no such thing as Lone Ranger Christianity. We are, we are designed for relationship with God and with one another, and especially here in the community of believers. And, and we apprehend the very depth, the very width, the very height, the very length of the love of Christ that we're rooted and established in as a result of living in community with one another. I'm a little passionate about that this morning, right? Do, do you hear not? Don't, don't hear me, please. Don't hear me. Hear the word of God this morning that you may be able to comprehend with all the saints. So let's look at these two subpoints. So the apprehension with the saints affords us the ability to approach the unapproachable. That's what, when I think about the, the unapproachable, I think about the the, the very length and you, this multidimensional love that, that has no end. It seems like we can't approach it. But here's the idea here. The one way that we can do that, the very way that we can do that, is in community with one another. Because yes, we can experience the love of God in our, in our lives. Especially when we go to our knees and when we repent, repent from our sins and we become a child of God, the love of God surrounds us and the truth of John 3.16 grabs a hold of our heart. For God so loved the world. For God so loved Jonathan Whitlock that he gave his one and only son. And that truth gripped my heart when I was almost eight years old. Right? And, and you could probably have the same testimony when you, you knelt in prayer, or maybe you didn't kneel, maybe you were sitting, maybe you were in the, in the wide open spaces, and, and that truth grabbed a hold of your heart. But let me tell you something, we don't, we don't dive into those depths, we don't try to swim the length, we don't try to really, until we do it with one another. Because here's the reality, the same love that grabbed a hold of my heart, grabbed a hold of your heart. Oh, the beauty of when the saints of God dwell together in harmony. Isn't that what Scripture tells us? And that's what we're talking about. When, when, when we dwell the, together in harmony, we're approaching what seems to be the unapproachable. And Listen what, what he says. I, in your notes, I've got these verses mixed up, these passages mixed up. So I'm going to move to 1 John for this one and the Philippians we're going to use on the next one okay you might make that that correction in your notes first John 4 7 through 11 says dear friends let us love one another because love is from God and everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God the one who does not love does not know God because God is love there it is God is love God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent His one and only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. Love consists in this, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent us His Son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, as a result of all this, what we just read, if God loved us in this way, we must also love one another. We truly do not begin to understand love until we give it away to someone else. 
that agape love, that unconditional love, that, that, that same love that, that God looked on you and I and said, even though they're in sin, I'm going to send my son Jesus. Even though they don't deserve it, even though they, they are prone to wonder and prone to leave me, even though they, they do not follow my commands, sometimes on a daily basis, I still am going to send my son because I love them that much. That same love that is within us now because the Holy Spirit is working in us and Christ is, is dwelling in our hearts once we start giving it away to someone else, especially in the household of faith, we begin to, we begin to approach the unapproachable. We, our eyes begin to see that His love is so much greater because it's not just meant for me, it's meant for everyone. Whew. Not only does the apprehension with the saint afford us the ability to approach the unapproachable, but it affords us the ability to attain the unattainable. He, listen to what he says uh, again there. He says, to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width, height and depth of God's love. Verse 19, the first part. And to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge. That seems unattainable, right? It surpasses knowledge. And when we're, when we're here together, when we're, when we're in Sunday school together, and we're, we're delving into God's Word, which, by the way, is a great way to begin to, to, to approach the unapproachable, the, that love that God... Because this, I, I don't know about you, but as you read this, you begin to understand that this is a love story. Right? This is a love story. And as, as, as we meet together, the apprehension with the saints, and we, we start to try to really understand what, what God is, is saying to us through His Word, we begin to, to gain knowledge and understanding, and we begin to un, uh, attain the, what seems to be unattainable. Because let me tell you something. To love unconditionally is foreign to the world around you. To love unconditionally looks foolish in the eyes of the world. Because if something happens to you which seems to be unforgivable in the eyes of the world, and yet you forgive the unforgivable, not because you have the ability in which to do so, but because the power of the Spirit is working in your heart, and Christ is dwelling, and you're rooted and established in His love in such a way that you say, I can forgive that, not because, God, not because I can, but because God can through me. The world does not understand that. And that... My dear brothers and sisters this morning, that is why we need to meet together and to wrestle with the truth of God's Word in such a way that we can better understand that agape love so that the world can see it, that the world can experience, and they can say, I want that. So we pray for the power of the Spirit we pray for the residence of Christ. We pray for the apprehension with the saints. And then we pray for the yearning for more. Listen to what, let's go back to verse 19. 
That second part, he says, to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. The yearning for more yields satisfaction. That you may be filled. Oh, I mentioned it early, earlier in the sermon, that God-shaped hole that's inside of all of us, that we, we try desperately with all sorts of things to cram inside of it, but, but it, it never satisfies. And in fact, it leaves us more empty, more bankrupt than when we began. When we yearn for more, that we, that we may be filled, God honors those requests because guess what? He wants to fill you. He wants to satisfy you because you can only be satisfied in Him. Listen to what Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 through 8 says. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will, be, you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be open. There is access through Jesus Christ. Not to get what we want, right? But, but here's, here's what I want you to see. If we're praying for the power of the Spirit in our, in our lives, if we're praying for the residence of Christ in our lives, if we're praying for the apprehension uh, with the saints... If, if these things are being accomplished in our lives, then guess what? In our prayer life, our motives are going to be purer than we ever imagined. And the things that we ask for aren't going to be for ourselves. It'll be for other people. It'll be, it'll be for the glory of God. It'll be for the advancement of the gospel. It'll be for, the, for the, the glory of the kingdom of God. Can I say it any other way this morning? Help you understand that this is what happens in our lives when we are, we are praying potent prayers, when we're doing these things. There's an amazing transformation that takes place, not, not only in our lives, but when we're talking to God and the things that we ask Him, the things that we communicate to Him about, and then the things that we hear from Him. The yearning for more yields satisfaction, but it also yields, listen to this, God Himself. Filled with all the fullness. Do you understand? Are you grasping the implications of this prayer this morning as, as Paul closes? The fullness of God. When, when you think about God and all that He is, that fullness of God that was within you, not, not as a result of you trying to reach it and attain it upon uh, your, with your own works, with your own ability, it's because of the power of the Spirit's working inside of you. The fullness of all that God is. Listen to what 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4 says. His divine power, God's divine power, has given us everything. Does God hold back anything? When we yearn for more, does He hold back anything from us, of Him? No, He gives His all. He gives us everything required for life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. We didn't one day say, I think it's a great idea to follow God. God pursued us. God's Spirit drew us to Himself. And we beheld His glory for just a moment and we say, I needed that. By these, 
God has given us very great and precious promises so that through them you may share. Listen to this. That you may share in the divine nature. Escaping the corruption that is in the world because of evil desire. Did you understand this morning that the Holy Spirit of God wants to work in you in such a way that Christ dwelling on your heart, He wants to accomplish within you that as, as we are living amongst ourselves and, and, and moving and having our being in God together, that He wants you to experience the divine nature, His fullness. That is a potent prayer this morning, is it not? I think it is. I, I, I hope. <laughs> I, I hope, I pray with all that I am, that, that you would want to pray this prayer. Now, now, will this be scary? Yeah, actually, it will be, if I'm quite honest with you. Because... Because sometimes that means giving up some things that, that I want to hold on to. That are, that are more about me and, 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 not, not, and less about God. But guess what? When I do that, oh, everything, I, will I will say this. My testimony is this. When I have done that in my life, I've never been disappointed. In fact, I have been overwhelmed by the goodness of God of, and, and, and just really baffled at the thought that, that I, that I that I, the thought that, what I wanted was better than what God wanted for me. So as we close this morning, very simply, praying potent prayers produces praise. That's what you see at the end. That's the natural outcome. Because when we pray for the supernatural, when we pray for the miraculous, when we pray for the power of God to move in our lives, and it does, we won't, be able to do anything else but to praise His name. Listen to what Paul says as we close. Now to Him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to Him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. What will you pray for this year? I want to encourage you. Maybe you don't want to pray it like what I just laid out this morning. You don't have to pray it like that. There's all sorts of ways to pray it. But would you use Ephesians 3, 14 through 21 as a model for how you pray. I'm going to ask you to bow your heads, close your eyes in just a moment. Sherry's going to play this wonderful hymn, I Need Thee Every Hour. What an appropriate way to end our service this morning is our acknowledgement that we need God every moment of every day, especially if we're going to pray these potent prayers like we've talked about this morning. And maybe in your heart this morning. God has prompted you to pray for something big. Maybe the Holy Spirit 
has illuminated your heart to the possibility of what God might be able to do maybe in your life. Maybe in the life of a family member, a co-worker, someone you see on a daily or, or weekly basis. Would you pray something big and don't hold back? Would you pray in this moment that God would work in such a way that, that only He would get the glory? That you would see the evidence of God working so that you might be able to give Him the praise? Maybe it's somebody that's lost. Maybe it's somebody that you've been praying for for years. Pray again. Don't stop. Be persistent. Pray those big prayers that God would transform that person. Maybe it's a big decision that somebody's trying to make and they need wisdom. Pray a big prayer for that person. Maybe it's for yourself. Would you begin 2023 going to your Father in Heaven who desires to, to meet all your needs and more, who can do above and beyond what we ask or think. Father in Heaven, our prayer this morning is that we would be strengthened with power in our inner being through your Holy Spirit. We pray that Jesus Christ may dwell in our hearts so that we, being rooted and established in your love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the depth and the length and the height of this amazing love. And that we would be able to comprehend this love that surpasses knowledge. And that we would be filled with all the fullness of you. So that we might give you the praise and the glory for you deserve it. God, I pray that you've heard the prayers of your saints this morning. Would you do the unimaginable? Would you do the miraculous? Would you do the supernatural? God, we look forward to your working not only in our lives in 2023, but in the lives of our families, our friends, our co-workers, and especially in our church. How we love you. And we give you the praise in advance. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being here on this first day of the new year. Again, Happy New Year to you. Uh, I hope this year brings blessings upon blessings from God. That he would open the storehouses of heaven and his grace would, would fill your lives in such a way that you would be overwhelmed by His goodness and couldn't help but thank Him. Um, I do want to say a word of thanks 
uh, for, to our church family again for how you gave uh, uh, to Lottie Moon. Um, we surpassed our goal, but not only that, but you are so faithful in your giving each and every week uh, to our budget needs, and we were able to accomplish a lot of things, and lives were changed. Lives were saved as a result of your giving last year. I want to encourage you, continue to do that. Continue to do that and just see what God's going to do. Um, this morning, you're going to have an opportunity here on this first day of the year to, con, uh, to, to give back. I mean, it's all God's anyway, right? Uh, to give back just a portion of, of what he's given us. Um, uh, I want to encourage you to, to, to use this as an opportunity to continue to worship him. Our men are at the back waiting to receive that. Uh, again, the, remember this week, uh, our, our activities are resuming. Uh, uh, we have our Bible study with the pastor, 9.30 on Wednesday morning. Uh, so be aware of that as well. Uh, as the, the things get ramping up again, I know we'll have more things that, that you'll see on our calendar. Be sure to, to be aware of what's in the bulletin and not only that, of, of the news and notes that comes on a, on a weekly basis. Uh, let me pray one more time as we dismiss this morning. And may God bless you and keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you as you leave. Father in heaven, you are a good God. You're a gracious God. You are a merciful God. And we just give you the thanks for all things. And I pray that as we go out from these doors, that we will leave here knowing that we have heard from you, that we have, have experienced you. And God, may your love drive us to, to be able to share it with someone else. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you and have a great week.